You know I wear high heels to the grocery I wear a mini skirt in church I got a pocket full of charm A little attitude in my purse And we are rolling Good morning, it is February The third yesterday was Groundhog's Day Happy birthday, My brother's birthday February 3rd, 2024 Oh my god! Unbelievable! Unbelievable! We made it on the other side. And what did Pixitani, Poxitani, Phil? What's his name? Punxsutawney Phil. What's his name? He. What's we're gonna name? have. Is it we're Punk? not gonna have six more months of weeks. winter. Six more weeks. Weeks of winter. Wait, wait. Punxsutawney. Punks. Punxsutawney. It's actually a place in Pennsylvania. I've been there that. several times. We used to vacation there when and I they, was a kid. And they show it live on Good Morning America. It was. It was on the national news. Even. Yeah. What do they do? How do they get they, this? They poke the groundhog up, get him out, pick him up, show him in front of There's a huge crowd okay. there. It's just like the movie. I've never Have seen, seen the movie. Have you seen the movie? No. Bill Murray, Andy McDowell. I know. Well, you're missing out. But what do they do with the groundhog? They see if the groundhog sees its shadow. How does it see its shadow? Okay, you're way too many no, questions. No, no, I really am I actually, you know what? I, I'm just an observer. But what I do you observe? I just watched the show. If, if the... Uh, if the groundhog sees its shadow, we're going to have six more weeks of winter. If not, it's only three. Oh. So I guess Wait, the so groundhog did not see the groundhog did okay. not see <laughs> its shadow. Okay. I mean, is this what the whole podcast is going to be sure. about? Well, Punks I'm curious. It's, it's fun. All right. Moving on. Anyway, it's well, going to rain here tomorrow, though. It's going to rain Big storms here in Southern California. Yeah. But it's nice today. It's in the 60s and 70s. So. We've got to enjoy it. And we're about a week away from the Super Bowl. Do you care who wins? Well, I don't really care. But apparently the world or the world, the country or all the The fans, world. This is going to be the highest rated Super Bowl ever. Thanks, Taylor. Because Again, of Taylor. Taylor Swift runs the world. I could care less. And I think everybody's a little had it with like Burned the relationship out. burnout. But to my point. Way back when they started dating, and I called this months ago. We could go back. Months They're going to get married and oh. have kids and be in it for the long haul, these two. This guy I work with, yeah, Dougie, says that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Kelsey's going to retire. Okay. And he's going to propose to Taylor on the field That'd in front amazing. of the entire world. That would be the trifecta. Right. But I just, I'm not going to place any bets on that because I'm not allowed to bet. But I'm just saying... I called this relationship long ago that it wasn't fake, that it wasn't for the media. Wait, so how many years apart between the brothers, the Kelsey brothers? Because didn't his brother kind of retire? Like three or four. He did retire. Uh, can I just say this? Next year at this time, she's going to have a number one hit song about the breakup. No, you're wrong. About them getting married and her being pregnant. Okay? Or maybe they'll be getting married <laughs> okay, this These time are next big year. But do you really think he's going to... What position is he? Is he the He's a tight end. Oh. And is he going to I mean, retire? he's been in the league for almost 10 years. I mean, you know, okay. he's had some injuries. Yeah, why not go out on top? I love it. Well, okay. I'm, I'm not saying this. This oh. is Dougie. Oh. Do you this is not my prediction. I, I just want to see a good game and drink some beer and have some food. Who, We're going over our buddy's house, the Roaches. Ro now, do you have, do you care who wins? I do not care. Okay. I so. do have, we have been working very hard on a lot of stuff for the Super Bowl. It's going to be a lot of, there's a really cool promo airing right after halftime. Okay, that you did. I did not. Oh. Our marketing company, did. they went all the way to Ghana to oh shoot gosh. this promo. Okay, so it's just. epic. For those that don't know who's playing and when. 
<laughs> if you don't know who's playing and you don't know when, you're not watching my promos. Okay, so tell us. The game is next Sunday at 3.30 on the I Network. I don't use their name. And it's the Chiefs in San Francisco February 49ers. Yeah, that's 11th. right. Next Sunday. That's right. February 11th. Okay. Well, we just did a, a promo on for Univision. Them. So you're working even on your days off because you just did a that's promo right. for them. That's <laughs> right. I'll charge them. I'll send them an invoice. I will okay. charge them. You've been yeah. working overtime. Anyway, I'm looking forward to our party. We always have a good time over at Kieran and Elaine's. Yes. Speaking of Kieran, Kieran and Elaine, our neighbors from Saleview, you had a great run in yesterday. I did. I ran into our other neighbors, old neighbors. Um, Tori and Christine, or Kristen, Tori and Kristen, and Tori's daughter, Taylor, who is lovely, and Tori. Another Taylor. Um, Tori and Kristen moved full-time to Arizona, to Scottsdale. They Why? They house in Westlake. Um, well, Tori has a little job that he had to move for. He basically, or is, the coach of the Diamondbacks, Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. So that was cool. But we caught up. It was so nice to see them. Wait, that, that was random, right? Totally random. You went to Stonehouse to get yeah. coffee with Beth. Yep. And you were walking out, and they were walking in. So they're in town for Now, are they going to call me? Do they want to hang out this weekend? <laughs> Does Tori no, want to go out and get some drinks? <laughs> go for a run? Tori's daughter, Taylor, is lovely. She's beautiful. She's She works with special needs kids and adults, and she was... A wealth of information and knowledge about things I should look into for Eden. And I'm going to follow up with her. But she was so awesome and so sweet. That was the first time I ever really talked to her ever, I think. I, I've never seen her. I, yeah, Maybe in by pictures. the time we got to know them, she, she was probably in middle school or high school. But she spent most of the time, I think, at her mom's house in Thousand Oaks. Um, so we didn't really know her. We just knew mostly like Connor. But Taylor is awesome, and that was a good run-in. So moving that's on. all very interesting. But did Tori talk about the World Series? He was in the World Series. His team, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Did he talk about the World Series? No, I brought up at first. I didn't want to like bring it up because I didn't know how it's the story still, of a spot. He was, was very upset when he lost. He was crying. I know. I and told he was him fine with it. We were He's like watching that. I told him that we were watching his. Um, his press conference his press afterwards. Conference. We're like, yeah. oh my God, Tori. He was and, so upset. And Kristen was like, I'm sorry, I never texted you back. I'm like, least of whatever. Words. But I was like, I just, I didn't want to spend too much time on that. But I was like, we were watching you and yeah. everything you said, we were like, oh, we know how you feel. So that's the extent yeah. of it. The rest okay. of the time, we well, just spent talking about family and stuff. But he has my phone number now, right? So he <laughs> might call me this weekend. For those of you who don't know, I always made fun of Dan because I was like, <laughs> I think Dan has a man crush on Tori because Tori has a job that Dan would always love to do. And like well, so. he was just—he's in sports. He's a cool he has a World Series ring. Couple, he was the bench oh, coach for the Red Sox. Then he got promoted. Then he got—he was the manager of his own team. He is still, the Diamondbacks. Yeah. So and he's he just moved. a cool, nice guy. And yeah. they're an awesome. He, he was great neighbors. We, we used to go pumpkin carving at every single house. year at their house. Yeah, that was fun. Anyway, so that was fun yeah. running into them. I—I uh, I was in New York uh, last week, not this past week, the week before. That was fun. For the company I work for, GoGo Squeeze, and we had our annual holiday celebration. It's like the holiday party. I do like how you guys do it after Christmas. It's so smart on their point. It's probably cheaper, more affordable. Everyone can get together because the holidays are over. Well, here's the thing. January in New York is about a fifth of the cost. Hotels are insanely cheap. Hotels in Manhattan, like nice hotels, are less than $200. In Manhattan, in the best areas. I mean, other hotel- there are still some that are more expensive, but literally the hotels at rooms that would normally cost you anywhere from four to $600, $200 or less. Wow. I mean, there are hotel rooms Big for $100. Difference. And 
flights are cheaper. And I'm sure for, for a company that's flying in their sales team, all their people that work remotely, that's a good cheaper. savings. Yeah. And I'm sure venues are clamoring for people to come now that the holidays are over. So that's got to be less expensive. And it's not always freezing in New York in January. In fact, How's I brought a huge jacket and it was in the 50s. It did rain a little bad. bit, but not horribly. And it was not cold. Like I, I enjoyed the weather. I overpacked because I packed for you know, snow and it actually ha- didn't snow at all and there was no snow on the ground. So secret out there to anybody who wants to go to New York at a time when it's way less expensive, less busy and easier to get around, go in January. That's right. my... Um, Thanks for the, the travel yeah, tip. But while I was there at my holiday party, I saw Shelly, who was sales director, and she said, oh my gosh, I haven't heard your podcast in a while. And I was like, Shelly, you're right. She was like, how's your family? I know all about Elijah House's his uh, golf because of the shout podcast. Shout out to Shelly. Shout out to Shelly. Thank you. And also, um, yeah, so we're doing our podcast. Thanks for those of you that are listening. Thanks for those of you who share our podcast. Now, on to some topics. Let's go to some topics. Okay, today... I have some topics that talk about. Did you bring some topics to talk about? Yeah, but you go first. Okay. So, um, funny enough, you know, when we work on this show and we find interesting articles and things to talk about, I was on the airplane doing some work and in my email was an article from The New Yorker about polyamorous relationships and how in today's age, 2024, more and more couples of all ages, married couples, or are finding the way to stay happy is polyamorous relationships, open marriages, uh, or try, what is it called? Um, truffle, not when you, when there's three people in a relationship, tries, anyways, I'll, I'll bring that up. So that I thought was interesting. That's interesting. And then some other random article about like people are forming reading groups, not book clubs, but book groups. They're like, coming together in places and like sitting places and reading their own books, but coming together and reading together. I don't know. I saw wow, it on the wait, news too, but I, wait, I people yeah. just like hang out in an area in a room and just read together. I guess I'll look at the article. Cause they're I not did. sociable to talk or <laughs> chat. So they sit, sit there and read. I saw it also on GMA. I saw the promo for it. I didn't see the, the piece, but I don't know. We'll find out more in a few minutes. What about you? What are you going to okay. talk about? Well, you know, go down with yours. Cause my stuff revolves around the Super Bowl. And how so much people really, like- no, no, I do. <laughs> I'm hearkening back to the Super Bowl okay. and talking about that because about the betting, about how much people actually watch. It's a social event, okay. almost Agreed. more than the holidays. I agree. Yeah. And it's a reason for people to get together. If you're going to watch the game or not, and the halftime show has really taken off as an, an event in itself. Well, yes. Because and this year is Usher. Honestly. We'll be performing. I couldn't name one song. You? No, but what I was going to say about the Super Bowl is do we go to a party or host a party almost every year and 80% of the time, I don't even watch the game, right? I don't even know who who wins. You're just too busy. (laughs) The ladies are doing their own thing. They're all chatting about clothes and makeup. That's being a little... Okay, all right. But you're not even watching the game. Sometimes we'll sit down for a little bit or we'll sit down and watch the halftime show or some commercials to your point. But it's a social event. Most of the time, unless like the Steelers were in it, for example. It's a social event. Oh, by the way, when I saw Tori and Kristen, they very many times brought, sent their condolences to you. That was the first thing they said was. For the Steelers? Yeah. 
many times. I said, again, yeah. sending our condolences to Dan. <laughs> Do you think it's time to take down my Steelers flag? I actually like it up there. Can we keep it up there? I have around? an American flag. Should we put that up? Okay. The yeah. Pirates, I have a, I should, maybe I should order a Pirates flag. No, enough of the hockey. flags. No, oh, no, no. I, I have a hockey flag. <laughs> no, no. We could put that up. No. Okay. Let's get started let's here. Let's go to one of your so, pieces. This article from The New Yorker uh, published on December 25th, 2023. How did polyamory become so popular? Okay, that is the title. And it says, one of once the province of utopian free love communities, consensual non-monogamy is now the stuff of Park Slope marriages and prestige television. So if you're not familiar, Park Slope is an uber wealthy area in Manhattan and New York. And they're just saying that it's not just a thing of like the hippy dippies anymore, that uber wealthy people are taking part in these. Are swinging. Swinging polyamorous relationships, however you call it. Um, they start off with on how on season one of HBO Succession, the telecom heiress Shiv Roy, Sarah Snook, shocked her social climber partner Tom Wamsgans, played by Matthew McFadden, by sharing her misgivings about monogamy on their wedding night. I'm just wondering if there's an opportunity for something different from the whole boxed set death march, she confesses, still in her gown. Committed to marrying up, Tom pretends to be down with the whole thing, but... A season later, he backs out of a threesome aboard the family yacht wow. and out of their arrangement altogether, claiming that Shiv shanghaied him into, quote, into an open borders free fuck trade deal. Hey, I, I'm just my reading, mom's listening. I'm reading the article. These are not my words. This is verbatim from the article from The New Yorker. OK, a brief scan of popular culture will tell you that Tom, save for his critique of laissez faire capitalism, is behind the times. Marriage has been a drafty lately. Everywhere you turn, the door everywhere you turn, sorry, the door couples close behind them when they enter the sanctum of matrimony is being left ajar. Bored with the old fashioned affair, Prestige TV has traded in adultery for a newer, younger model, mining open relationships for drama. In fiction, Consensual non-monogamy has appeared in a spate of recent books, including Luster 2020 by Raven Leilani, Acts of Service by Lillian Fishman, and Maggie Milner's Couples from 2023, a novel whose title plays with the overlapping nature of coupledom among polyamorous young Brooklynites. In cinema, the couple has been made passe by the au courant thruple, that's what I was looking for, thruple, with films like Passages from 2023 and next year's Challengers chasing the thrill of the third. In March of 2023, Gucci premiered a perfume ad featuring Julia Garner, Elliot Page, and Aesop Rocky, all staring amorously into one another's eyes to the 50s duop tune Life is But a Dream. The video is captioned, co-create a world of open-hearted bliss in the new Gucci Guilty campaign. Okay. Okay, no. The menage a trois has become so trendy that in the fifth season of Netflix's The Crown, Princess Diana's famous quip to Martin Bashir regarding her husband's affair with Camilla Parker Bowles, there were the three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded, misses the sting of 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 its original, right? Back then she would have said it, but... 
if anything, today's standards, there's not enough company. Riverdale, the CW's adaptation of the classic Archie comics, that show is yep. Mark Consuelo's I remember that. Ended its series by revealing, oh my gosh, I did not know this because I only watched a couple of the, ended its series run by revealing that Archie, Veronica, Jughead, and Betty were all in a romantic quad. What? Uh, yeah. I didn't how, watch it. I've heard Well, I watched it. a couple of it, maybe a couple seasons on the plane once, and that was the extent I took of it. So here's the point. What, this is, again, still in the article, what are all these open couples, throuples, and polycules suddenly doing in the culture besides one another? <laughs> to some extent, art is catching up with life. 51% of adults younger than 30 told Pew Research in 2023 that open marriage was quote-unquote acceptable and 20% of all Americans report experimenting with some form of non-monogamy. The extramarital quote-unquote entanglements of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith have been tabloid father for the past two years. And Pinkett Smith once clarified that their marriage is not quote-unquote open. Rather, it's a quote-unquote relationship of transparency. In 2020, the reality show House Hunters on HGTV saw a thruple trying to find their dream home. Dream home. One with a triple sink vanity. The same year, the city of Somerville, Massachusetts allowed domestic partners to be made up of two or more people. Okay. Is there so, more? Yeah. I mean, this is fascinating. It goes to me. on and on. I mean, but it's fascinating, isn't it? To me, like, there some. Like, Why sex do you find it fascinating? I find it fascinating because I've actually, in the past year or two, met somebody that was in a thruple. They no longer are. The thruple broke up and two of those people together. That was mind blowing enough to me. Okay. You know them too, but. Yeah, not but really. wait, why did yeah. they break up? Who knows? It just didn't work? I guess. Like, nobody liked the girlfriend, and so she left, and now the dude and the other girl are in a relationship. But there was a thruple. I never even knew that How was How long did real. it go on for? I don't know. They're not close friends, but that was mind-blowing enough okay, to but me. But it happened. We met them through... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that was mind-blowing to me, and I thought, oh, well, they're kind of in this art community. Maybe that's an... Whatever. A that's thing. a one-off, right? Another reason this is fascinating to me is because... I recently, a few months ago, had lunch with a, a good friend that I lost contact with over the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years. But at one point when we were in our, our like late 20s, early 30s, we were really good friends. We worked together. You and I went to the, her, you know, to when they, to my, to the, her marriage and we were friends Their with wedding. them. Their wedding. Even through our first kids, we hosted each other's baby showers. We lost touch. They live on the West side. We live out here. Our lives you know, got busy. Anyways, it was really nice because she reached out to me during the, um, when the war in Israel started and we started chatting and how much we missed each other and got caught up. And finally we we're like, okay, let's meet up for lunch. I'm happy to come over to the West side. I actually took a day off of work and I was like, I have doctor's appointments, all of this. We went out to lunch and again, I hadn't seen her in a long time. And it was like old times, which is what I love. My friends, any friend to me is a friend for life when you're like a sister. Like those are the only friends I can have, whether it's Tiffany who lives in Orange County and we never see each other if we're ever together or Shannon or Daniel, anybody here far years apart. It doesn't matter. Even if we haven't chatted, same with this particular friend and we're catching up and she first says to me, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. 
seven, eight years ago, right around when I turned 40, I had an affair. And I was like, whoa, really? Okay. I know women who have had affairs. I know men who have had affairs. This is not like mind-blowing to me in a sense because the older we get, the more people I know who have had affairs. Even though at first I thought, never, you know, I'm becoming older, I guess wiser, just learning more. Not so naive anymore. Not so naive. So I was kind of mind blown because I remember before, you know, her and her husband got married, I was always in awe of their relationship because they were the kind of, they were such a brilliant couple and they would sit there on Sunday mornings reading the New York Times. New York Times, Times back when the there crossword was a, puzzle. Yeah. Back when there was actually like Is that a true? newspaper. Yeah. 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 Okay. And anyways, and so I, I, I thought, I never thought there'd be like a riff in their marriage. And she said, you know, part of the reason she had the affair, blah, blah, was because she felt like. Her husband hated her. We didn't go into depth. Again, we were, had so many things to catch up on. But I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's fine. I mean, no judgment, whatever. Let's move on. And I said, well, how did your husband, you guys are still together if this was that many years ago. And then she proceeded to tell me that this was the mind-shattering part, that they became swingers and that <laughs> <laughs> over COVID, they actually hunkered down with another family Oh, and no. I guess, I don't know what that, I don't, I couldn't, I didn't ask for details, but I guess I'm they picturing swung it in my head. And they lived together, her kids, their kids, and this other couple somehow, I don't know, in their house where over COVID and they were like foursome, I guess. Wow. Now they're no longer. Did that doing blow this. you away? It blew me away. It was, I don't know why it blew me away. I've heard, um, gossip or things about other swingers in our community out here even and people we know never discussed it with like the actual people who supposedly have taken part in it but I know that there are swingers potentially everywhere even in our own community people we know the schools friends whatever but I've never confirmed it seen it talked about it with somebody who actually did it this was the first real friend who actually took part in this and it was real to me like not just a rumor or possibly or whatever like it, it shattered my brain wow i have to say it was my channel i know you came but home or you, i think you called me i did at I work was, and we talked about it for a little bit i literally was so grateful away. i had taken the day off because i couldn't focus on anything else even but even when i came home that like i that's all i thought about dreamt about like i was mind blown really truly but I guess I shouldn't have been because according to this New York Times article, like they were just on trend. They're one of these people that is becoming more and more normal. Apparently. I, I like to guess who the couple is. No, no, no. We're not saying anything. <laughs> I guess my point was I was mind blown, but maybe I shouldn't have been. And they were just on trend and part of the norm. And we're not part of the norm. And I should well, have been. Maybe I shouldn't have been. What that makes them the norm? So well, what? According to so this article, are you interested in that? What, what? No, I'm just. I'm not interested in it. I'm just mind blown because I couldn't. I could never imagine. I think ever doing once it. you go down that road, there's no but going I back. Even Nothing's ever going the same. Down that road, that's a thing. Like, remember, you had a friend a long, long time ago. She was the Coors Light, one of the Coors yeah. Light twins model. Yeah. This. Yep. And her, it was her husband's birthday, and her husband wanted to have a threesome. And that was mind blowing back was, then. And that was when Elijah was like four or five. No, he was a baby. This was whatever. I met her and mommy. That he was, was a like young 16 kid. Years ago. That was a long time ago. But they brought somebody into their bed. They hired room, someone, and it was awkward yeah. because he was not interested in his wife. He was more no, interested in something else. And they it 
it just it was awkward yeah. and it was weird and it was hard to go back. That was mind blowing to me. My naivety back then, sixteen years ago, that was the first time I'd ever heard of something like that. But this brings it to a whole new level. To me, I would never be comfortable doing that. That's me. I, I, I I'm not judging if you're. I guess if you're open to it, I just don't think like you said. Once you go down that hole, it's How hard to go, go back? back. And I think in part of talking with my friend who had partaken in it, that was ultimately what why she had to end it, the quadril, quadruple or whatever it was, because it was yucky to her too at some point. Anyways, my whole point is it's becoming it's out there. a it's norm, happening. apparently. But it's probably been out there for decades. Yes. I mean, the has. 70s, no the 60s. No one's saying it hasn't been. I'm but sure this it's, article, now is, it's, according to this article, it's becoming more common okay. amongst... It's not just the hippy dippy woes or out there. It's like the prestigious elite people have money are doing it. But don't too. you think that's been going on for decades? I don't think now so. Now it's just people are talking about it more and maybe it's more out there. But don't you think during, you know, the rich, the, the Gatsby era, the 40s, the 50s, people with money, they do whatever they want. It's been going on, but now it's not in the shadows anymore. Okay. Now it's in the mainstream and people are talking yeah. about it. All right. I'm just, yeah. All right. I just, it related back to me and what I thought was so mind blowing apparently is not. Yeah. So I And you had maybe I'm just naive. People that you know who like well. Yeah. Not just rumors or friends of friends or whatever. Anyways, moving okay, on. Okay, I just, just you're not interested in doing this. No, are you? No. Okay. So we're on the same page. Okay. <laughs> just so okay, it's out there. We're okay. on the same page. Okay. Interesting. It's hard to follow up. With anything that I have. <laughs> After that. After that. Yeah. I mean, fodder, you know, just food for thought out there. I just, I didn't know how to ever share that experience. But when I saw this article, I was like, oh. It'd be great okay. to get somebody on the show, the podcast, who has. That um, experience? Yeah. Okay. They, we can see how I, I got a bunch of questions. I know. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Mom, I don't want you listening to any more of this episode. <laughs> Again, it's no judgment. It's just when I try it's a and different imagine lifestyle. it for myself, I know I couldn't do it because I'm too jealous. I'm too whatever. Like, it just, that's why I think I'm so mind blown about it. And I'm, it's interesting. No judgment. That's that's my point. Okay, moving on. So, what else? What else do you want to talk about? Anything else? I was going to talk about gambling. <laughs> Tell me about gambling. I was going to talk about gambling and the NFL. Okay. Okay. But I was just going to throw some numbers out there to you because we got an email yesterday at work Okay. about the gambling policy. Do you know where the Super Bowl is this year? Vegas. Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. That's dangerous. Dangerous. For so many people. Um, I had somebody in my department. I don't know if we talked about this previously. We may not have. A producer I worked with uh, got caught gambling on a website on a website and the Dumb. nfl found out and they fired him right there on How the spot like 7 10 on a tuesday night and i got a phone call from my executive letting me know that this person will not be working anymore tonight can you do you mind staying late and getting the night crew um all their work done and making sure it happens wait how did they so find i was out? like fine and i i did talk to the person who got let go who got fired and they, it, it was a FanDuel account that he signed up for, and they have his information. And he did not use his NFL email. He used his personal email, but they knew. They knew it was him. How do they track that? Like HR tracks they that? They know. Yeah. Wow. This, uh, just when you think you won't get caught, 
you will get caught. And to be clear, the NFL Network is very, very clear on their policy. They're clear. They make There's you test. sign tests and watch video or sign things and watch yeah, videos. You like, have to take a test and you have to get nine out of ten questions right or you cannot pay to take the class all over again. A 20-minute video. You got to watch it. They talk about it. And they sent out an email yesterday to let everyone know, everyone in Vegas who is going to the game, that there is no gambling. And this is the email that we got. And this is from HR. No betting on any aspect of the Super Bowl. No betting on any other sports. No entering a sports book. No casino gambling at any time. <gasps> casino, card games, wow. table games, slots. No Kino. I love Kino. Uh, it... Is this at any point in any casino ever go. anywhere around Las Vegas or any casino in the country? But this is year round. Always right? protect non-public information concerning the NFL. Don't be talking outside. Don't be. And if you see someone uh -oh, gambling what are we doing right now, does that count? We're not talking about any uh -oh. information. <laughs> I'm not giving you any side inside no, information. And if you see anyone from the NFL, you're to report them to this phone number or this email. Wow. Stat. Yes. So they're not fooling around. Okay. I have a question. But this is the year round policies. This isn't this just is year for the round. Super Bowl. But this is more important now because it's in Vegas. Of course. The over under of people that will get caught What's over next under? weekend of well, another gambling term. I we were talking about it yesterday at work. Someone's gonna get caught. You think Someone's so? gonna think they won't catch me. Or you go place or this I'll just bet put a for me. In there. Yeah, you you go place this bet for me and put it's so alluring and addictive and people who are compulsive. That's yeah. Why? I mean, the only reason to go is to gamble. The food's pretty good. Or to see a show. And there's other stuff. There's other activities, adult activities going on there. But the reason to go there is to gamble. It's hard. It's tough. People are going to get busted. People, either athletes, people in the NFL who work for the NFL, it's, it's going to happen next week. It, it's going to happen. So I find it fascinating that you're not even like allowed to play like card games no, or slot machines you, you or anything. No, you can't even do brackets for basketball. Wow. You cannot bet on golf. You cannot well, do I guess but no, not bet. The fact that they're saying you can't even, even go walk play blackjack. No. No kino, no slots, it's no video poker. I guess they have to ha they have to define any and all. They betting. have to because they, they they can't give the allure that it's, this is okay, but this that's is not, not okay. okay. It's hard it's line. Cut and dried. And you've known no that gambling. forever. And I've so did it. the producer that Every got year, fired. Yes. And he, he he was there eight years. He's been there so for why, eight why, years. He why knows. Do you do it? Because you think you're not going to get caught. You get complacent. Interesting. So last year for the Super Bowl um, in 2023, there was an estimated 50 million Americans wagered roughly $16 billion on Super Bowl 57. Wow. And that is going to, that number is going to rise this year. Because if there people are in Vegas, it's easier just to go place a bet and the lines are out the door. Okay. Of going to a sports book and just putting a wager on it. So that number is going to be massive okay. this year. Forgive me, because all I know about this year's Super Bowl is the Trav the Travis Taylor Kelsey thing. Who's the quarterback? Travis Taylor? Isn't it Travis Kelsey? Travis, yeah. And Taylor Swift. Yeah. So that whatever they're calling it, if they have, a I like it. We, we should come up with some kind of name. I'm I think sure there's already, already a name have. out there. Okay, go ahead. So it's the 49ers. That's right. Who's the quarterback? Brock Purdy. Oh, really? I've never heard of him. Yeah, Steve Young's gone. 
<laughs> How long has Brock Purdy been the quarterback of the 49ers? Uh, three years. And who's the coach? Of Sorry, the two years. Oh. Wait a second. I've never heard of him. Okay. You, no, do you no, know I'm why like... you haven't heard of him? He was the very last pick in the NFL draft a couple of years wow. ago. Mr. Irrelevant. That means he was, that's the last pick of the NFL. And no one thought And now anything. he's a starting quarterback. I mean, and where did he go to college? Iowa State. And was he the was he their first? Um, did he start off right away after that? He, he was not there. He, there were some injuries. Garoppolo got hurt. They had another quarterback who didn't play, and the very last wow. pick in the NFL draft. I think it was like two years ago, three years ago. Okay. This guy. Amazing. This Iowa guy. State. Now look at him. he might be the MVP of the league. Isn't that where Tyson and Elaine went? Yeah, I believe I so. Or yes. Anyways. Tyson is a big fan of Brock Purdy. Okay, let me ask you a question. Another question. Who's the coach? Who's the coach? Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan? Is he related mm -hmm. to the other Shanahan? Yes, his dad, his dad. That was his dad. He was Shanahan was the coach for the Broncos. Okay. And then, I, don't tell me. I, I'm interested in this. People might be interested. Who is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs? If you don't know, I'm not telling I you. I don't know. You don't know who the quarterback no. is? No. Patrick Mahomes? You've never oh, heard of him? Okay. Oh, he was... I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You know what? We got a lot of football to watch. Stop. I'm asking. I know. We On Sundays, you're going to start sitting with me. We're going to watch at least I one know. game a month. I used to do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. A month. <laughs> <laughs> a month. Just one a month. Okay. And yeah. who's the coach Patrick the Mahomes. Dick Vitale. Okay. No. It's Andy Reid. Oh, My I, head's going to explode. Why? I just, I'm I don't interested. know. I, th I thought I did well with you. You did, but you then, we, but then everybody left. Okay. All my players, All I'm right. still back on like, you know, cower. Andy Reed, <laughs> Andy Reed used to coach the Eagles. They let him go because he couldn't get over the hump and win the Super Bowl. So then when he went to Kansas City, he had a quarterback named Alex Smith. He got extremely hurt one, one game. He's out. Mahomes was a draft pick. He started the next game and has wow. been the starting quarterback since. He's wow. awesome. He, he could win his third Super Bowl. Did in they win five last years. year, the Chiefs? Oh my God. Were I you know, at the Super I Bowl? So, you guys, you were not watching the game last year. I don't year. remember these things. I'm joking. Did they win they, last they year? They beat the Eagles last year. So, Andy Reid, Andy Reed, the coach of the Chiefs, beat his old team, the oh, Eagles. Okay. So this year it's the Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. The 49ers are great for getting to the Super Bowl. They have a hard time winning it. Okay. It's tough. It's not easy. Of course. The guy I work for, the EP I work for, he is a massive San Francisco fan, and he's the one who said that. Like they have a, they can get there. They just can't win. I I appreciate you taking the time because I do I do okay. like football. I just don't yes. with all the other things and stuff going on. on Sundays, I don't have time to devote to sit, like yes. we did. And you're right, kids. and I forget. You're right, and I forget. I'm in football all week long for ten hours a day at work, and then listening to it to and from. We're old now. All my players. Ah, uh, Mister Irrelevant is the important. thing. Thing, Brock Purdy. Okay. That's he they, that's was the last them. pick of the draft a couple years ago. And that's the important. And this guy, th that pick is just like a throwaway pick. Nobody expects that guy to do anything. They're like, they're doing him a solid. Wow. But this guy could be the MVP of the league and win the Super Bowl this wow. year. He's awesome. He's, he's good. Awesome. And every time I wait to see him falter or have an awful game and throw like three picks, never happens. Huh. That coach. Shanahan puts him in the right position, and he's surrounded by great players: McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, Ayuk. Debo. Okay, now now team. you lost me. I just I think to I'm know, rooting like, for. I, I think I'm rooting for San Francisco. Oh, you are. Yeah, I want my boss to be happy come Monday morning. And then and then see, but then what about the Travis? 
Kelsey. A Taylor. I don't give a crap. Thing. Okay. What, what does that do for me? Nothing. But Nothing. if he retires, man, all these extra fans that have come along to watch Taylor, are they still going to stick around? The NFL? Like the new audience? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have okay. to wait and see. Okay. <sighs> Moving on. Thank you for, for yeah. sharing that. That's our sports take. Well, That's I do think that there's probably people listening or you at least questions? some girls that... I just need to know the basics so I, I don't sound you. dumb. So I don't I can mean, participate. All right. I you just always thought, fill me in and you think I should know, but you don't know the things I'm doing, right? I, I'd like to know you the do. things that you're right, doing. Right, but this isn't you. This is just blah, 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 sports, whatever. Anyways, Got interesting. It. All right, moving Thank you on. for filling me in. I do feel, I sure find it thing. interesting. Okay. Now this silent book club topic that just I found, I don't know, is this interesting or not? Would you do this? Okay, there's this thing called a silent book club. So... It's it's not about like wine and cheese parties and everybody reading the same book. Like when you think of a book club, this article says that the silent book club is where everyone shows up with their own books for uninterrupted reading time. Why? I don't know. (laughs) That sounds silly. I guess this article is from well, it it came through the daily the skim the email that I get in my um. Daily Is it just because people don't want to be alone? Know. They just want to be in groups? I, you know, maybe, maybe if people were lonely. Yeah, uh, maybe. You know, a silent book club. Would you go there? No. You like to, re- I, when I read, I, I like actually like to sit on my own and read. I like to hike somewhere into the mountains and sit there and read for like an hour. Seriously. Yeah. I'm, I'm not making that up. I'm being totally, I like no to way. be alone. That's my alone time. I like to, especially if it's a good book. I like to dive into. Oh, did, did you read that new Ruth Ware book? I didn't have a chance to start it because I actually worked on my computer and did stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna get that back for you. No, I'm gonna I'd start like to start it. that. Okay, oh, I'll well, read we can it. do it. Let's start our own book club. We yeah. used to do that during and the share off it with season. everybody in the podcast. Yes, and tell during you guys the off season, it's easier. What we're listening to or reading. What we're reading. Some people listen to audiobooks, read it, listen to it, whatever, yeah. and then come along. Okay, so Ruth Ware, what's it called? This book. One by one. Okay, I'll start it. You'll start it. We'll read it. And yeah. We'll share. Lucy Foley, we read those books. Yeah. The Paris Apartment, The Guest List. Yeah, those are good too. I always get those two confused. Oh, the Hunting Party. Mm-hmm. She's good. They should yeah. turn those into movies. Right. Don't you think? Yeah, weren't they going to? I don't know. I think one of those books. Somebody will catch I up. did not, read. we should. Okay, Lucy Foley, if you, we're calling your agent. We're going to do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, that reminds me. I'm going to see Annie for brunch. My friend Annie Lacks. Um... And that's what I'm going to go do now. What are you going to do today? Uh, the kid's going to go play golf. Okay, We're going to go Sterling Hills. I'm going to sit and heckle and no, make comments. I will be good. Maybe I'll take the book with me and read it there. He's, he doesn't like when I read, but he's playing <laughs> golf. I have to watch him. I have to watch that's him. Awesome. So I'm going to spend the day with that dude. Very and, nice. and then uh, tonight we're going to a barbecue. To- Adam and Amy's house. We're looking I'm forward to about that. that. It's been a while. I might wear my Super Bowl jersey I got. We got some great swag this the year. swag was nice. They gave us some, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Bunch of hats, shirts, a jersey. All right. You can have the tote bag. Thank you. I, I wish I got something for Sonny. Uh, Sonny needs... Sonny Bear. I did yeah. start a little Instagram for him or whatever, but... All right. Let's pick Sunny this up Steeler. next weekend. This was fun. That I miss doing this. We're going to do it more often. We keep saying yeah. that, but that was a good chit chat. And then you know what? If you have questions about sports, I will not shut you down. I want to discuss right. it. I just assume that you know, but you don't know. Okay. If you don't know, you don't know. Right. You don't know what you don't know. And somebody has to teach you or tell you. Okay, man. Thanks for always being 
my guide. You taught me everything I know about football, how to understand the game, what it does, because before it just it made no sense. And until you explained it to me at that game in San Diego, in San Diego. the Chargers, yeah. in like 2000 and Ooh, Before we one. got married? Were yeah. we even married? We were living at Beverly Glen, so I don't even know yeah. if we might have been married or right before. It was, it was like 2001, maybe. Maybe 2002. Man. And a that I finally ago. under, I know, 20, more than 20 years That's ago. That's when I knew. Well, actually, I knew when we went to San Diego to see the Pirates play. And we sat <laughs> like way up in the stands. And we sat there and watched. Baseball is kind of a hard watch. And you sat so there boring. with me. And before internet, before your before phones. Before there were cell phones. You sat there. Phones. You were a trooper. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I knew I met the right woman. Right. I love you, babe. Talk soon. Okay, bye, guys.